Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And I'm your host, Michael Wall, each and every week. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. We have a great time here. Michelle talking about all kind of things from wealth to health to uh, just great interviews. You know, mm-hmm. I was in, uh, kind of not to let the cat out of the bag, but I was in California the other week, and if you had a great sit down with Sammy Hagar, yes. uh, the Red Rocker, that's going to be coming <laughs> out here in the next couple weeks. And uh, later on in this show, we have an interview with Eric Malone. He's the owner of EME Enterprises, really a rock star in the freestyle world with Jet Ski, and I'll let him tell you more about that. But he's an eight-time freestyle world champion. He's also won 14 times on the U.S. national champion level. He's a 14-time U.S. national champion in his field, and his sport, just a rock star there. And kind of cool because I graduated with him, so that's kind of a fun thing to see yeah. see those things occur. You know how that goes, right? Exactly. You're looking and you're, you're you know, you go back to your yearbook and because uh, I have some of, you know, those folks in my graduating class, too. And I'm like, no, I remember you cutting up in, like, science class. So now yeah. you're, like, <laughs> Say, Wait this a minute. big dude. So... It- it's exactly right. So it's kind of fun, but we're going to have a lot of fun today, folks. And if this is the first time you've joined us, uh, we want to welcome you into the show. And for those of you that are uh, avid listeners each and every week, we appreciate your listenership and just faithfulness and and, and joining in each and every week. Uh, and that's the goal is to continue to add value. If you want to learn more about us at any time, visit leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. If you got a question about your financial situation or just want a second opinion on what you're doing, give us a ring, toll-free, 888-511-WALL. Again, 888-511-9255. But I want to take a minute, Michelle, here mm-hmm. and just talk about you know, I think of the idea of faith and finances. And as you know, uh, a big part of our life is really being involved with, you know, really plugged in with a Christ Fellowship in Florida. We're really plugged in with First Church in Pennsylvania when we're there. And, you know, really being in a place that you're giving back and, mm-hmm. and being a part of charities, you know, I think a place of hope and all these other nonprofits that we're involved with. I just think it's so important as we live life to make sure that we're structuring our life in a place that we uh, look at the finances that we've been blessed with mm-hmm. as a tool and really using those tools as a way to give back. I think of the verse in Peter. And oh, it's James. Take it back. Yes. It's James. <laughs> it says every good and perfect gift is from above. And, you know, I think when we look at money from that perspective as a tool, it helps us to kind of think outside of ourselves, you know, and it helps us to kind of think, hey, there's more to life than just buying another ice cream cone for me. Right. (laughs) You know, or a new car for me or Mm -hmm. a new something for me or my kids or whatever, even though that's great and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's kind of, you know, it's it's interesting, Michelle, you know me now and we've known Mm -hmm. each other for some time now. Right. And that's really a big crux behind when we sit down with people and we help them at the office, we help them kind of really get their financial situation in order, you know, protecting their wealth from the markets, 
growing it effectively, using the right investment tools that are appropriate, saving whatever we can in taxes using advanced tax planning structures and techniques, engineering a portfolio really to bring it together so that way they can have a a comfortable as possible retirement financially, Mm -hmm. but then also make sure that we're leaving the legacy with the estate planning and current legacy and giving back to things that actually make a difference in life. And I just think that's so valuable. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, can miss that as they go along because they're scared. Maybe they don't have the right plan in place and they're not sure that they can do and give and do some of these things because they're just uncertain about financially where they are. And so that's just that's just something I wanted to share today, Michelle. It's just been kind of on my mind, on my heart as I've been traveling. It's just the encouragement to people out there that, listen, if you're listening to this and you're concerned about your financial situation and you do nothing about it, mm-hmm. it's your own fault. Right. Right? Right. So people really need to be in a place where they're looking to take action and be in a place where they can be the steward they've been called to be. And I just wanted to share that great verse in James talking about every good and perfect gift is from above. Just good stuff. Absolutely. And and when you look at that and you see that good and perfect gift from above, and, and it's being able to go ahead and manage that wisely and manage that correctly so then you can give back and be able yeah. to, you know, pay it forward, so to speak. That's right. So, Michael, <laughs> let me ask you this question because, you know, we're, we're talking about really being good stewards. It's not just about yeah. being good stewards of your finances, but it's also being Mm. good stewards of your health, uh, of the body that you now have. Now, I I found this report that came from Health View Services, and it says that a healthy 65-year-old couple can expect to spend more than a quarter of a million dollars on Medicare premiums and supplemental Mm. insurance over the course of their lives. So, how can you help folks prepare for that growing expense in retirement? Because when we look at it, we may be healthy now, but it's all about how to go ahead and continue to be healthy so we can pay it forward, give back to the community. Well, you know, Michelle, it's a good question. And I think the first thing is in finances, folks, you got to pay attention, right? So a lot of times uh, people are moving into retirement and they think, well, you know, or they're just, they're flat out, they're uncertain because they're not sure, right? And unfortunately, um, a lot of firms aren't really in a situation where they're bringing together a, a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not to be self-serving, but to, I guess to be self-serving at the same time, that's one of the things that really sets us apart is having that, or having that uh, uh, well-rounded holistic approach. And by that, I mean just what you said about the Medicare cost. Mm-hmm. Medicare and long-term care are two huge concerns for people in their future. And I got into the industry back in 2001, Michelle. I actually started in the long-term care industry, Mm, mm -hmm. long-term care insurance. That's how I got into the industry initially. And then as I continued to help people, you know, I had folks just asking me, hey, can you help me with this and help me with that? And we prayed through it and just branched out. And one thing led to another. And, you know, now we're and have been for some time helping people with their uh, finances and the whole deal. But that is definitely a big cost, Mm-hmm. Uh, in the future. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that we have to look at. We have to look at our finances in the future. We have to look at costs and we have to look at risks. And, and, and you know, there's a variety of each, but long-term care, Medicare costs are certainly uh, important. And I think if we budget for it, if we sit down and we actually have a plan and we budget for it and we say, okay, how are we going to take care of this expense? And, and, and what are the best methods to go through taking care or looking at long-term care? You know, maybe long-term care insurance is important, uh, maybe it's not. 
Maybe self-insuring is the best approach. A lot, of, a lot of plans in the state today have partnership plans that allow, so the state has realized, most states have realized that, you know, this is a big need in the future. Um, you know, almost 80% of people that are over the age of 65 are going to need long-term care or some type of extended care in their future. That's a very high odd. Yeah. So we want to take care of this need and want to take care of this risk uh, and this cost as well, really, in the future. But we want to really sit down and in that planning process, not just talk about where should we invest our money, how can we protect it from markets? How can we grow it reasonably? What level of risk should we be taking? How can we take calculated risk and not uncalculated risk? You know, making sure that we're paying attention to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also looking at these risks as well and how they affect our portfolio. You know that we often talk about our portfolio with clients as though it's their own business, right? Right. And, you know, and when you're in your own business, and Michael, I know you're talking about risk. And I just, I know that you were featured on Smart Money talking about minimizing risk. Yeah. And so this is something that that you are very, very adept at, very good at, is being able to look at people's risk and helping them to minimize it. Well, yeah, you're right. We were blessed to have that article. And and the reason we uh, were asked to do that is because, again, we do look at things more from a holistic perspective. And because you're right, Michelle, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, too many folks, they're in a place where they're looking at just one aspect of their retirement future. Right. You know, what happens if the market goes up? What happens if the market goes down? What happens to my wealth? Well, that's a great question to ask and it needs to be answered. But the other question that needs to be answered as well is how are you going to pay for some of these expenses? What are you going to do to protect against risks? What are your strategies to protect against taxes? Because they're not going away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, estate planning and all of these different things. And there are things that we can do at different seasons of retirement. This has a lot as well to do, Michelle, and this is why proactive planning is important uh, with the laws and the things from the government. Because there's, you know, some things we cannot control. Right. And that is the laws that the government institutes. But what we can control is how we plan around those laws. And the laws change. You know, they don't stay the same each and every year. And that's why the proactive approach with planning is necessary instead of utilizing what I call the old Ron Papil approach, which quite honestly, a lot of people have experienced. And that is just the set it and forget it. Right. You know, just hang in there. It's going to come back. Don't worry about it. Ride it out. It's okay. And that's just not our philosophy. Our philosophy is to be more proactive. And, and kind of prepare for these things in advance, which I think has shown and, and yielded uh, great results over the years. I, I agree. I think that that is the key to be able to look at that. And when you're thinking of the minimization of risk and looking to minimize your risk, that's where we come into reviewing your portfolio. And Michael, you, you touched on that. You say, you know, somebody's portfolio, that is their business. You yeah. help folks who are the CEOs of their portfolio as the CFO, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do that. Now, if you're wondering, okay, well, I do need to get a little check. That's where we can give you the right review for you. We can review your portfolio. Check it out. That's what Michael and the team does. And it's really whatever works for you. If you are somebody who's really busy and you you can't travel and you're thinking, well, maybe I just need to Skype in. The team can do that. Michael can do that. Maybe you're thinking, I just want to shoot an email and get some questions answered. Michael can do that. Or you're thinking, no, I need to sit down face to face with somebody. Michael, I love that you're able to offer all of these things for folks because really it's about what is going to work for them. Well, it is. And, and, you know, one of the things we know, Michelle, is our schedule's busy. Two things we know, I guess I should say. Our schedule's very busy. Uh, number two, we're boutique. 
So we don't work with everyone, right? So we wanted to make sure that we could provide services in a way that we can get questions answered to folks. Uh, But then also let folks know that, listen, there's a lot of radio shows out there. There's a lot of financial folks out there. But our process is a little bit different. We're going to make sure it's the right fit one to another. But we also wanted to create a way, Michelle, where we could be adding value to the listener, uh, whether they're the right fit to us or not. And that's why we kind of created this review for you approach. And, And it's really worked well. So let me give you the phone number so you can call in and go ahead, set up an appointment for a review that will work for you or get the email where you can shoot an email on in. 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-WALL numerically. That translates to 888-511-9255. Or you can head to leanonthewall.com. Stay tuned. Coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to be hearing from world champion jet skier Eric Malone. There's an old saying, a goal without a plan is nothing more than a wish. If one of your goals is a comfortable retirement, it's going to take more than just wishing to make it happen. Fortunately, Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group can help. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. And they can customize a strategy to help you achieve the kind of retirement you deserve. Instead of just wishing, Why not take the first step towards actually making something happen? Call 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a moment away from the show to tell you about an organization that I believe is making a real difference in the world. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in Wellington is the largest no-kill animal rescue in the entire Southeast. Over the years, they've done an incredible job of rescuing thousands of unwanted dogs and puppies and then successfully placing those animals into loving homes. And I can tell you, that the adoptees who give the gift of life to these dogs see their own lives enriched in return. If you're looking for a worthwhile organization to support, I hope you'll consider Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And check them out at bdrr.org. That's bdrr.org. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now let's get back to the show. Well, welcome back, folks. And we're here joined today with Eric Malone. It's interesting. Uh, Eric's got a great story. I actually graduated with Eric back in the day and uh, not to date ourselves too much. I won't talk about the years, <laughs> but uh, kind of a cool story. I remember back, uh, Eric, uh, when you were first riding jet skis and kind of were in it for a little while. We had a flood and you were going around, became a kind of a little bit of a local hero rescuing people kind of fun. If you have never heard of Eric Malone, Eric is actually uh, really a rock star in the freestyle world with jet ski, and I'll let him tell you more about that. But he's an eight-time freestyle world champion. He's also won 14 times on the U.S. national champion level. He's a 14-time U.S. national champion, and he is the owner, president and owner of Eric Malone Enterprises. So you can check him out at ericmalone.com. But Eric, thanks for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Mike. It's, uh, It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your story. I mean, I remember all the way back when you were, you know, that, that rescue effort, so to speak, that I mentioned, but then kind of going on through. What led you 
into the freestyle world. How did you jump into that from uh, where we all started, which is Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania, originally? Good question. Um, you know, the, back back uh, whenever I was looking at the sport and it was became my you know mentor of life at that point. The uh, it was on ESPN. You know, ESPN was a sports channel, and it was on every Saturday afternoon or Sunday. Um, and the national tour was, you know, on TV, and lots of times it was live. So, you know, it kind of presented a red carpet for me. Um, water sports are clean, they're good family fun, and obviously my family was, was drawn to it as well. Um, and I also actually had a three-wheeler and <laughs> back then, and I broke my arm on a three-wheeler, and that was the end of the three-wheeler, so here comes the jet ski. <laughs> Well, that is interesting, and it's interesting because you you mentioned that you both you grew up in Pennsylvania. But mm. when I think jet skiing, I I would think I don't think Pennsylvania. I think more three wheelers when I think Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But in that, how where did you practice? How did you hone your skill? Um, there's a there's a real nice lake. Uh, you know, there's lakes everywhere, but we have a nice lake here called Racetown Lake, and I kind of grew up on that lake with boating with my family. Um, and tied in with that and water skiing and, um, you know, the TV stuff, that it was when it was on, uh, that kind of just held together. And obviously the family, my parents, my sister was into it, and it just kind of became that thing that we did. Um, and it's a motorsports activity, and uh, my family grew up snowmobiling and, and stuff like that. So I think that kind of helped, you know, pull it together. Jump you into it. And Eric, I want to ask you this, because I love this idea of this quote. It says, it's easy to get to the top after you get through the crowd at the bottom. And, you know, like any field, any business, any sport, um, anything, there's a lot of noise at the bottom, and it, it can be challenging to break through. And I'm sure that in that field, there's a lot of people, you know, riding jet skis, want to try and do, do what you've done and, and all the different things that you were able to accomplish over the years. What would you say would be one or two things that help you helped you in the process as you rose to the level of success you had to keep your mind right, keep stay focused, not get discouraged? You know, you go out there and you do a run and it just wasn't what you wanted. Um, what did you do? What process did you find yourself going through to keep your mind in check? Um, you know, there's so many aspects of that, uh, you know, getting from, you know, the JV or the amateur level to professional level and then holding that um, level of status and the continue winning and winning. Um, and it's really, it's hard to get into uh, and understand, but one of the big things wrestling for me, I wrestled for about eight years hmm. and that sport really, uh, you know, it was a, it wasn't a team sport. Um, it was more individual. You had to look at yourself very honestly and you had to search for your problems and, you know, kind of, you know, just really, accept where there's a problem and look at it face on to improve it and the further you got along in, in any sport you know from from the high school to college to professional level you know it talent becomes not just physical talent talent becomes psychological yeah. mental and all kinds of different you know aspects of talent and being able to deal with you know peer pressure and things like that so i think just staying on track and, and living having faith, you know, obviously, and, mm. and seeing yourself um, in a place in the future um, in a passionate way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when did you actually officially, are you retired from that industry now? I know you're doing EME uh, Enterprises, but are you officially retired from freestyle or racing or, or you know, any I of that? You, or? I guess you could say I am. Um, you know, there's, there's some competitions that I would be um, open to do. You know, there's just their flat water competitions, which is where the world finals are held. Um, it's a flat water two minute routine. 
that you do, and then there's the surf competitions, which are more, uh, you know, 15-minute bout sheets, and you work your way up to the final round. So depending on the event would depend on whether I'd compete. If it was an invitation, I might go to it. But I mainly do a lot of ride. I rode yesterday for 30 miles with my dad down at Racetown, actually, on Father's Day. And, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, it's really nice. Um, so he still rides. He's, you know, 60, 68, or 69. Um, but as far as the competitive level, not quite so much. Um, but I do a lot of training with people, and they come in, and, and we train them and stuff like that. So. So you've kind of transitioned now. I mean, I love, I'm looking at some of the pictures online here, and, I, you know, you're jumping off those ramps. How high are those ramps, by the way? Uh, that ramp uh, on my Facebook, it's actually about 11 foot, I think, is the top of it. Okay, so it's 11 foot on, above the water. And uh, pretty cool, folks, by the way, if you're out there and you got Facebook, just search for Eric Malone. That's M-A-L-O-N-E. And you can check out some of the videos and things that he has. And Eric, just a quick question. I know that you transitioned, and obviously you want to maintain the brand and build off of the success you've had. What was the thinking in, in kind of setting up Eric Malone Enterprises, kind of moving into more of a full-fledged business aspect of selling machines as well as building uh, different models, training, and all the things that you got going on there? Um, well, back, uh, it, I got to a level physically, I guess, professionally, with winning and, and competing and you get to a point where you're, you know, you kind of got this, you know, I think I had like six world titles and I was at a point where I knew I needed better equipment to maintain those championships. And mm. at that time, my sponsors, you know, they weren't you know, open, open enough to um, take my advice, I guess, and say, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and I, what I needed is an aftermarket hull, which would be like the body or the frame of the personal watercraft. And I needed something like that to, there was a hundred pounds lighter and it was handmade specifically for freestyle. Mm. Um, so I went out and I actually just kind of made this, this jet ski that uh, I used to compete with, uh, for two years to win some more world titles. Mm. Um, at that point it became a very, very big seller, uh, in a lot of people. Now there's like 50 different companies that make these, these hulls. Wow, I at one time did first one. So okay, it, that's uh, cool. It, yeah, it enabled me to build a basically build a market um, that never existed before. So I love that. So you're in a place where you saw a need, and and we see that a lot of times, whether it be in the financial world or whether it be in other things, where you know that's always what we're looking to do is is find needs and fill them, and that's the beauty of that you know entrepreneurial process is you see a need and you create a, a solution for it, which is pretty cool, but. Um, Eric, let me ask you this, and we'll kind of end with this, but I appreciate you joining us today. Is there anything else that you would share to a younger uh, professional, uh, whether it be athlete or whatever it may be, just as, you know, one or two things to keep in mind as they're on their rise? I mean, obviously, you have levels of success. You got to deal with that. You know, let your head not get too big to stay in the game and all that goes with that. But is there any advice you would give if you look back, uh, maybe at yourself when you were younger or or somebody that's kind of on the rise current? Yeah, sure. There's, you know, the biggest thing is is taking – being optimistic, um, not looking mm. at the, the negatives. I mean, that's the thing about excelling in sport and in business and anything is there's always these line of, you know, humps and challenges in front of you. And depending on how you look at those are really is dependent on your future in that arena or industry um, and how far you're going to go in it. And, you know, if you get discouraged because you can't, you overtrain or you can't heal or, um, you know, you're breaking your bones and you're falling all the time or you're getting concussions, you know, you need to really stop and analyze, you know, your patterns um, mm. and look at them positively to enable yourself to move forward with, uh, you know, getting around those obstacles. Absolutely. 
Well, that's cool. Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining us today and taking some time out of your schedule. I know, by the way, folks, if you want to learn more about Eric, you can go to Eric, E-R-I-C, Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E, dot com. Check him out. He's got EME Enterprises and obviously on Facebook if you just want to watch some cool freestyle videos. But Eric, thanks again for uh, taking some time. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Take care. And uh, Michelle, I always enjoy having interesting guests on. It was Mm -hmm. neat. It was kind of a little treat there with Eric. You know, we graduated together and just to uh, see a fellow graduate, I guess, from high school be uh, ultra successful in the world. So that was pretty cool. And folks, at any point in time, if you have questions or comments about what we're airing or what's on the show, reach out to us on Twitter at Lean on the Wall, at Lean on the Wall. And as always, you can visit leanonthewall.com for more information. But uh, thanks again for joining us this week. Each and every week, the goal is to help you live well and share thoughts and ideas to uh, just help you enjoy life. Until next week, here is to living well in any economy. And again, feel free to reach out to us at leanonthewall.com or 888-511-WALL. Again, that's 888-511-9255. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. It used to be that you worked hard, saved as much as you could, and then retired with whatever you ended up with. But now life is a lot more complicated. You have to plan your retirement, not only to keep what you've earned, but also to keep your portfolio growing throughout your retirement years. And that's why you need to talk with Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. They do that with a variety of strategies, including advanced tax and estate planning. Give them a call at 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. Those of you who know me are aware that I'm a strong believer in the American dream, success through hard work. But I also believe in giving back, and that's why I'm constantly on the lookout for organizations that improve the lives of those who need our help the most. And one of those organizations is the March of Dimes. The money raised by the annual March for Babies helps moms right here locally have healthy, full-term pregnancies. It also funds research to find solutions to the problems that threaten our babies. If you believe, as I do, that every baby deserves a fighting chance, then please join me in supporting the March of Dimes in whatever way you can. Find out how by going to marchforbabies.org. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. 
He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Thanks for joining us this week. I hope you're having a great uh, weekend and hope you had a great week so far. Uh, Boy, there's just a lot of uh, excitement and and craziness and nonsense all wrapped together in our world that goes on. So I thank you for joining us each and every week. Boy, we have a lot of fun sharing information and insight to hopefully help you really live well in life and in any economy. Because, boy, you know, there's a lot of things, Michelle, that happen Mm -hmm. that are just outside of our, our control. And uh, I, I know you were in a situation where it was, uh, it was a little bit warm, so you you decided to go ahead and, and drink some water. That was outside of your control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not exactly the beverage Keep, I thought I was going to choose over yeah, yeah. You know, the weekend. Keep it hydrated. There you go. It's all about the hydration. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's really important. And folks, by the way, if you uh, a first-time listener, we want to welcome you to the show. We've been on for quite some time now. So if you've listened consistently each and every week, we want to thank you again. If you have any questions about us at any time, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. we got a lot of information there. We've had a lot of folks, Michelle, I'll be honest with you, actually contact us for a review as well. This is mm-hmm. kind of a scary time with finances. You know, all the things going on out there. There was an article that I saw, I read a little bit ago, uh, Bill Gross put out, um, talking about the supernova of market crashes Mm. and uh, just with all this negative debt and all these different things going on, zero interest rates in the the country and in the world, quite honestly. So just a lot of things happening uh, along with a long-term sideways trend of the market, basically meaning the market's not really going up or down. It's just kind of up and down, up and down, making it go sideways and a lot of craziness. I, I, I got to tell you, though, before we jump into the details, you know, I know Michelle, Father's Day and all that. We, yep. um, yes. we did a uh, we did a little bonfire. Did you ever do the um, cast iron mountain pie makers? You uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, the little um, did- of, um, pans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you get your little mountain pie makers and you spray the pan in them and put the, put the bread in and get your cherry filling or blueberry or whatever you like. And uh, I was proactive. You know, most of the things we, we get stuff done on the outside, we oftentimes will hire f- folks to come do it. But with the guys, we uh, we actually built a fire pit. It was it was a really fun experience. Oh, how fun is that? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was really cool. And it was just neat to see. You know, it just made me think, Michelle, in our country today, I think there's an element of that that has gotten lost, mm-hmm. you know, and that is the families and, and kids really learning how to work yes. and do things with their hands. Yes. You know, and there's just, I, I think there's a lot of value to that. As I was sitting there with the kids and we were doing that and just kind of, too many parents are fearful for their children, fearful mm-hmm. of their children doing anything. Oh, honey, don't do this or don't do that or don't touch this or don't, you know, we kind of, we kind of live in a society where people want to put um, cushion all around their kids and not let them have feel any effect of anything. And unfortunately, I love the quote, Michelle, it says, you know, champions were not made on feather beds. Mm. Yeah. When you think about that, I mean, you know, it's, it's a big deal. You know, the, our founding fathers did not have it easy. Right. And they created one of the most successful countries ever in history. And uh, I think we need to get back to that a little bit. We need to get back to the idea of allowing our kids the freedom mm-hmm. and the flexibility to... Uh, you know, know what it's like to to accomplish something physically. I, I think there's some benefit to that. Absolutely. And really just getting out and, and being able to be kids. Uh, we were talking about that recently, my friends and I. have. We mm. just got to 
be able to go out and yeah. explore and do things. And, and there wasn't a lot of fear in the world. I mean, now the world has changed so much that yeah. it is hard to allow your kids to go out because everything is so crazy. But there is a, a lost, uh, a lostness in that of not allowing kids to be able to be kids and experience eating dirt and yeah. that dirt is not yeah. yummy. That type yeah. of thing. <laughs> it's not going to kill you. I, I heard somewhere, I don't know where I heard this or even if it's valid. So folks, if you're listening to this out there and you're saying, wait a minute, that's not true. I'm not saying that it is. <laughs> but I heard somewhere that uh, we consume something like a pound of dirt a year. I don't know if that's true or wow. not. Wow. Um, just kind of, I mean, not on purpose. You're not out there shoveling it in your mouth, but just you know, from little here, little there. Again, I I don't know if that's true or not. So could be totally wrong, but I thought it was I thought it was interesting, and and it's it's just so neat to watch the kids and their reaction. Um, you know, little things. You know, I mean, we're, we're, again, we're there with the fire pit, and we're doing the s'mores, and we're just kind of hanging out, and it's just it's just quality time. You know, unfortunately today, and we see this I- I- even in people uh, with their finances. You know, they're mm-hmm. so busy in life doing things that they don't take the time to step back and say, wait a minute, I need to get a second checkup on what I'm doing with everything I worked my entire life for. Right. Because they're just so busy with their day-to-day. You know what I mean? And and and, and similarly with kids, um, you know, and, and we on purpose, Michelle, we, we basically decided, my wife and I, mm-hmm. we said, you know what, we're going to figure out, um, we're not going to sign our kids up for every single sport that they can ever be involved in at all times. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to do that. I mean, we have four little kids, you know, eight to five, and um, we would be running all the time. Our oh, gosh, marriage yeah. would, wouldn't be strong. And and I think that's been lost in a lot of families. They just run and run and run and run and run. They don't have any quality family time. So consequently, they don't have time to put principles into place to, you know, help other facets of their life as well. And I, I just think that's important. I, I don't mean to rant on that today. I just I just thought about that. I think, man, this is crucial People need to get, but we need to get back to the basics of strong families in this country. I really believe that. Yes. And I I think as it's Father's Day weekend, that is a great point to really think about of really being able to instill those lessons into your Mm. children. And it's interesting because a lot of times people, if you ask folks who are, you know, in their middle age and up, we'll talk about, you know, a lot of times their dad gave them great advice. I know my dad has given me fantastic advice over my lifetime. And it's advice Mm -hmm. that has helped me just become the woman that I am. And I'm indebted to him for being able to give that advice. And we started talking about, okay, so what's some of the financial advice that uh, dads have given? And Bankrate actually asked people, what's the best financial advice your dad ever gave you? Here's some of the answers. He made me start a savings account when I was a little kid and I always put some money away and I've always done that. Work hard and save your money and put it towards investments. Buy things that will make you more money instead of spending your money on things that will just cost you more in the long run. So those are some great advice. The advice that my dad gave me was, I have money, you don't. So you probably need to figure that out. Yeah. So, Go work for it, right? Pretty Get much. On. And and yeah. that was the best advice because I was mm-hmm. clear that mm-hmm. my parents' money was not my money. They allowed me to have some, but yeah. it was not my money. And so if I wanted to 
buy those shoes, I had to make the money to buy those shoes that I really wanted that they weren't yeah. going to get me. Um, well, that's right. That's right. And you know, you know, what's interesting, Michelle, is I was the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't get an allowance. I didn't get, you know, you're allowed. Hey, listen, you're, you know what your allowance is? You're allowed to live here in this home and eat right. for free. How about that? <laughs> you know? And, uh, so, you know, I mean, I got a certain amount of clothes for school and a new pair of shoes every year, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. above and beyond that, same thing. I mean, I had to go work for it. And, you know, I think one of the things that, uh, was ingrained to me uh, over the years from my dad is, is just the idea. He, my dad was very much live beneath your means, live beneath your means. I mean, he was very much that way. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were older driving around in this Dodge Dart, the old Dodge Dart. Oh, I yeah. Hated that car. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This, I hate this car, you know? But it, it just ingrained in me the idea that, you know, you need to be wise with your money and um, you need to be smart about it. And, and consequently, th- those those are one of the reasons, you know, back almost 16 years ago now, we started our first company, mm-hmm. three different companies now. And obviously, you know, as you know, Michelle, and, and we share each and every week about how we manage and protect and grow and do tax planning around families' wealth that they come to us. They sell a business or they retire. They want a second opinion because they're tired of their current financial situation. And what's interesting is, is it allows me the ability to be in a situation as we meet with people to think back to what I've done and say, okay, you know what? Let's think about the core of why we're doing what we're doing and making sure that we make wise decisions. So, so this money lasts us as long as we need it to last us. And I know with our kids, you know, we're trying to implement those same things. We don't, we, we don't just give them money to give them money. We, we have them do chores. Mm-hmm. If they want something in the store, Michelle, they have to, you know, it's cool because now they'll do a job. We pay them 50 cents. A, it used to be 25 cents, but we raised it because of inflation, right? Cost of living, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we raised it to 50 cents a job and they have to tithe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, first on that, and then because that's a big part of what we do, we give mm-hmm. back to the kingdom. We, we're a big believer of giving back to the churches and ministries, uh, and then they have to save a certain amount, and then whatever's less, they get to spend. So what's neat is now when we go to the store, they're in the sh- they're in the store, and they look at something and they say, "Dad, how many how many uh, chores, how many jobs do I have to do to get this?" And we put a neat little board up, a little mm-hmm. kind of sheet my wife does with stickers to kind of show them uh, every time they've done a job, they get a new sticker. And it, it helps them kind of, re, you know, the reward right. thinking, you know, right. and then we pay them every Thursday. It's, it's a really neat process. It's a really neat process. So that's, that's what I've learned. Live beneath your means and, and be wise with what you're doing. And I think that is great. And when you're thinking about that, that prepares you for adulthood because yeah. you're going to be able to, to get in and... We all know that we've been working very hard for Mm -hmm. our money and a lot of us have accumulated a lot. And and now we're thinking, okay, well, I got to protect it and I've got to figure out uh, what my portfolio looks like because I don't want it to just poof, vanish and go away. And Michael, I know you offer just reviews for you. Whatever review will work for you. You, the listener, and finding stuff out. There's a portfolio review. Maybe you're really busy and you're thinking, okay, I don't have time to drive down or meet in an office. There are different reviews that Michael and the team can offer. And all you need to do is call in, find out which review for you will work for you. 888-511-WALL. That phone number is 888 511 W A L L numerically that translates into 9255 so that's 888 511 
888-900-5355 or on the web, we're at leanonthewall.com. So go ahead, call in, find out which review will work for you because you want to review and make sure that you're protecting everything that you have worked so hard to achieve in your life. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall coming up on the way next. You know what the stock market is going to do next week? Of course you don't. Nobody knows. Not even the so-called experts on the financial news channels. The fact is, today's financial environment is more complex than ever, and you need a solid team of professionals to help you maximize your wealth. That's why it's time to lean on the wall, as in Michael Wall, and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in strategies designed to help you preserve and grow the retirement portfolio you've worked so hard to build. They can assist you with everything from tax and estate planning to wealth management. Give them a call at 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend to join us. We appreciate it. Let me go ahead and give you our phone number. It's 888-511-WALL. Numerically, that's 888-511-WALL-9255. That, of course, Bachman Turner Overdrive and their 1973 hit, Taking Care of Business. So they've been taking care of business for 43 years already. Long time. Long time of taking care of business. <laughs> but uh, we all need to take care of business, Michael, right? <laughs> mm, absolutely. You know, I love that song. I'm, I'm kind of just jumping around a little bit when I hear that. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I love it. It's, it's you know, it's, it's funny. There's just some songs, Michelle, that just kind of, you know, just it's been around. You've heard it over and over and over and over and uh-huh. over. And it's just it's just fun stuff, you know? Exactly. And every time I think of that, there are so many things I think of when it's like, sometimes you just got to take care of business and you start singing that (laughs) song and and you go, and then I think of um, Elvis and, you know, he always had TCB Mm. because he had to take care of Mm -hmm. business. And um, (laughs) that's exactly right. Things like, and a lot of times it's also a motivational song because there are times I honestly, let me be, you know, confession time. I don't like to take care of business. I just want it yeah. to take care of itself. But really, we've got to work and 
take care of that. Well, you have to. I mean, you know, you're in a situation where I love the thought that says if you do the things that you need to do mm-hmm. when you need to do them, the day will come when you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. So we got to take care of business. We got to make sure that we prioritize and say, okay, what's important? And obviously that's one of the goals here in the show. Uh, and even as folks go to the website, leanonthewall.com, we're trying to educate people so they can be in a place where they can take care of business, but then go have fun. Right. Exactly. And you know? that is what I want to do. And so that's what motivates me is let me get this done right now, because if I can get this done right now, later on, I can go ahead and really enjoy it and not have something looming over me. Bingo. That's exactly right. And, and you know, we see that. To, you know, I'll tell you, it's interesting. Sometimes in life, people have been in a situation, Michelle, with the, they're kind of working on the wrong business. Mm-hmm. But, you know, by that, I mean, they're in a situation where they're mentally saying, well, I got to I got to plan this trip or I got to, geez, I got so many things going on right now. And, you know, you, you hear often and I've heard this from time in the past where people would say, well, you know, when I have more time to do to do this, I'll take care of it. Right. Well, the problem is, is in life, we're never going to have more time. And and folks, I'll tell you right now, if you're not paying attention to what's going on in markets, it's choppy. It's been choppy. And uh, this is an important time you know, to say, okay, how should I be investing? What should I be doing? Is my tax plan efficient? Uh, are my estate documents in order? Uh, what, have I, what have I done with my portfolio to protect my wealth from lawsuits, from long-term care risks, mm-hmm. uh, which are something that we delve into, and a lot of other things. And Michelle, you know, that's really taking care of business, getting a solid plan together so that way you can go and, you know, do what you want to do and really have fun. Now, that's really what's important. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times people think that that's something that, that can wait. But that is mm. business that needs to be taken care of now because, again, you never know what is going to happen and to be able to have that taken care of, have all your ducks in a row, if you want to go ahead and use that phrase, but to be able to have a plan, know the plan, have the plan written down, have it in place, and have your loved ones know where that plan mm-hmm. is and what's going to happen. That is key as well. And I know that's why you offer the portfolio reviews that you do. And and there are several because what we like to do is have a review that works for you. And really, whatever review will work, Michael and the team will help you. Maybe you can't come all the way down. Maybe you just need something over the phone. Maybe you want to sit down face to face and go over it. But it's a review that works for you. And Michael, I know you feel very strongly about that because it helps people take care of business. Well, it does. And Michelle, you know, the interesting thing about that is, um, you know, we've seen a lot of people in the past where when they come in, they're kind of pleasantly surprised, I guess, if you could say what they hear, what we go through, because there's been a lot of financial letdown in the industry and in Mm -hmm. the past. And we've seen that. You know, I've seen that. I think one of the biggest detriments to our industry is people in our industry. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but it's the reality. And so a lot of people are in a place where they might be listening out there, Michelle, and they're saying, geez, you know, I hear all these financial shows. I see all this stuff. It all kind of sort of sounds the same. And I got to tell you, it's not. It's just not. And, uh, you know, there, there is opportunity. There is success. There, listen, nothing is rosy. Every, not everything is rosy. You got to make sure that you understand that you can't have your cake and eat it, too. 
You're going to give something up to get something. The key is what is appropriate for you to give up financially to get what you need financially, meaning that certain investments, all investments are tolls, right? Whether it's uh, in the market or off market, uh, whether it's debt structures, whether it's non-traded structures, whether it's alternative structures, advanced tax planning. I mean, there's a variety of different things that can be utilized that can create durable income or whatever is necessary. But the key is what is right for the person and their situation for them to give up to get what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's whether it's time, whether it's uh, 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 interest, whether it's, you know, whatever. So we want to maximize the overall situation because there's a lot of nice things, Michelle, that can help us get to where we want to go. Right. If we're willing to take the time to, to take care of business, as the song says, you know, that's the key. Exactly. And that's a great point. Let me again give you the phone number. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And now I know that uh, we're going to transition into uh, something a little different here on the Wealth and Health Show, but we like to to keep everybody guessing. Love that. That that you got to keep them guessing. Folks, we're going to shift now to an interview uh, with Rick Cazell. He's actually running for office and a good guy. I met him in in several different events over the uh, last several months. And Rick, thanks for joining us just for a few minutes to share your story. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mike. It's good to be with you. Absolutely. And uh, Rick is actually running for Florida's 18th Congressional District, kind of an important district, not only for Florida, but also for the country. And Rick, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, again, kind of how you decided to jump into the industry of of Congress or or the Senate or hopefully the president or wherever you end up going. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, really why you decided to jump into this game and and what the importance is in this particular election season. Yeah, what a tragedy that it's become an industry, isn't it? This is... uh, that's, that's, in a nutshell, the reason I've gotten into it is I'm a small business guy, and when you try running a small business in this country, you just come to see firsthand that Washington is crushing working families, and it's crushing small businesses. And so this campaign is about trying to make a meaningful impact. The district, as you know, uh, as you just alluded to, is pegged as one of the most competitive seats in the country, possibly the single most competitive seat. So it gets a lot of attention. It's going to be seen nationally. And for those of us that are fed up with politics as usual, this is a great chance to have a meaningful campaign on the issues in a way that's going to be seen much more broadly than just in this district. Uh, so it's a, it's a great opportunity to try to help make an impact here and to try to get this country right back on the right track. And Rick, I think one of the things that interests me or, or kind of drew me a little bit as we were having conversation is the fact that you did start your own business. You started your own company and then you sold it. Then, you know, you're in a situation where the, the legal field got your law degree and all that and, and an attorney representing a lot of job creators. But then, you know, really seeing that you were pushing against a lot of the political nonsense, which led you to really spearhead, I think, a lot of what you're doing now. Is that a safe assessment? Yeah, that's right. You know, Mike, I've been blessed to live the American dream in my life. I was the first person in my family to go to college. Uh, as you mentioned, I started out as a small business guy in the marine industry, a very heavily regulated, very tough industry. Had a chance to build a small business and sell it and use the money to go back to Georgetown, get my law degree, and become a business attorney and a constitutional attorney. Uh, and then I spent several years in private practice here uh, in northern Palm Beach County before going to D.C. in a, in a government role in a, in a Republican position fighting against uh, big government, fighting federal regulation. So I've had all these great chances that ultimately stemmed from being able to build a small business. Uh, and when I look around this country today, I see working people and working families and small businesses just being crushed. And the, the opportunities that were there for me a, a short 15 years ago just aren't there to the same degree anymore. And that's a tragedy. We're seeing 
very onerous federal regulations coming crashing down on people trying to build businesses and create jobs. We're seeing extraordinary tax burdens that are crushing fledgling businesses. Health care is just devastating the economy across the board. We've been growing at 2.1% instead of 4% as we would be in a, in a normal, healthy, recovering economy. We've left 5 million jobs on the table in the last five years because we can't get the economy going. And at all levels, that is just devastating working families, it's, and it's devastating uh, most the people that depend most on a healthy economy. That's the poor, it's young families trying to get up on their feet. All the people that need a strong economy the most uh, are the ones that are paying the greatest price for that, and that's just unacceptable. That's not what this country is about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Rick, we have just about a, about a minute left here. Do me a favor. First off, if people want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Uh, they can go to my website. It's rickkozell.com, R-I-C-K-K-O-Z-E-L-L.com. Uh, you'll see an issue page up there. You'll see some contact information. We'd love it if any of your listeners would consider coming out and volunteering. I'd love to meet with folks if they'd be willing to help get on board uh, the team and help spread the word, and, and uh, we'd love to have them. We're, we're doing really well. We've raised a ton of money, picked up a lot of uh, major endorsements nationally, some national security experts, a U.S. senator last month. Uh, small-town mayors from across the district, educators, uh, leaders in the faith community. We're doing great here, and we're in the home stretch, and uh, they can learn anything about me there, and they can reach out through the website if they'd be willing to or interested in learning more. So com, and I know, Rick, uh, uh, first off, I want to thank you for joining us, and I know uh, folks just listening out there, we have met Rick several times and actually gotten involved with him as well financially. I like what he stands for. He's a solid guy, has uh, strong faith, and that's important to me as we interact and, and plug in, whether it be in the community or with Christ Fellowship in Florida or the church we're involved in in PA, and just really moving the needle in the country to actually change the lives, hearts, minds of people, which which really matters. Well, Rick, thanks again for joining us. And folks, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show today. Look forward to connecting with you each and every week. If you have questions, obviously, at any time, visit us on on the web, leanonthewall.com, or give us a ring, 888-511-WALL. 888-511-9255. And here is to living well in any economy. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.